Final Draft Radio, Adam Smasher. Hey, welcome to the uh, program. Uh, that's uh, my buddy uh, JP, who uh, voices uh, the show, and it was funny because I went to uh, I went to lunch uh, with JP yesterday, and uh, I made him do the voice. It was very embarrassing, but before we left, he had to say "back to you, douchebag," uh, which he can only do. But anyway, um, hey, we are live from the ACU of Texas studios uh, right here in Clear Lake. Heard live around the world. Uh, VinylDraftRadio.com. You can listen or you can get us on the TuneIn radio app. You just type in Vinyl Draft Radio and boom, you can listen uh, anywhere. You can listen when you... I was listening just uh, yesterday. I was out walking the dog and we do about like a three-mile walk, which is complete shit. Like my kids wanted a dog, and don't get me wrong, I love the dog, but now it's like become my dog. Like I do everything. They don't walk. They don't walk the dog. I have to walk the dog. I have to pick up the crap. Don't fall for it if your kids want a pet, okay? Don't fall for it. She's great, though. Anyway, so uh, I listen uh, when I'm you know, doing the walk, or you can listen in your car. Just, you know, your phone hooks up to your, to your car anyway via Bluetooth. So get on that, okay, and spread the word, please, will you? Um, I thought we could uh, start off the show today with something that uh, my wife is very, uh, very into this. And it's just one of those things that, I don't know, I guess we as guys just don't get, but uh, women get really into it. So that's why I called uh, this segment. And now, things that guys don't give a about with Adam Smasher. Uh, I guess I guess the Bachelor um, the finale or something was on, and then they had like they do they sh- they stretch it out. So guy, I know guys, we don't get this this show. Not only do they uh, you know do the the whole entire season, they they do uh, they make you wait to see. They'll have like before the rose, during the rose, after the rose, whatever the hell that means. Uh, the men tell all, the women tell all. Uh, whatever, it's just, it's, you, you know, your mom tells all, it's just dumb. But I will admit, if you like drama, um, it is kind of funny, because these people are very, very just, just stupid. But I guess the big deal this season, and I got the lowdown from my wife, again, because she was, you know, she can't wait to talk about it, and I'm, whatever, okay. I pretend like I'm listening. That's that's how marriage works, guys. You you sit and you listen. You pretend that you listen, but you have to look like you're listening. That's the key, and it takes practice, but you can do it. So the uh, the bachelor, I guess the guy. First of all, his name is Airy, which I mean, what kind of douchebag name is that for for one? So he. You know, they go through the whole season, and then the guy they pick, he picks one at the end, and uh, then they have the option to propose. That's going to go well. We met on reality TV. Six, six weeks later, we're going to get married. I'm sure that always works out. So uh, evidently, he, he let one of the girls go. So it's down to two. He dumped the, the one. He's like, I'm sorry, it's not going to work. Then he proposed to the other one. And then he did a complete uh, 180 and he decided to, no, I made a mistake. So he dumped the one he chose, and then he got back with the, with the first girl, which that is fucked up, man. Seriously. 
Uh, here is, uh, I guess here's the, they got engaged. Here, here's like the girl he picked. I didn't think that I could feel so deeply for somebody so early on. <laughs> Piano music, so deeply. Six weeks, I feel like you're my soulmate. But you proved me wrong. You've made falling in love with you easy. You make being in love with you easy. And I don't want to ever stop loving you. Yeah, because let me tell you, after 12 years of marriage, love is easy. Oh, God, guys, it's so easy. And I love you so, so much. And I'm just ready to do this thing with you. This morning I woke up and I thought about you and I thought about you and our kids together. I thought about us when we were old. Oh, and man, you are so gay. I swear. All right, so here is... Um, <laughs> So then he chooses her, and then I guess he, he decides, like, I don't know, like a little while later, he's like, yeah, you should have stuck with the first girl. I've always fought falling in love with you. I always tried to make up excuses as to why the love I was feeling for you couldn't be real. And looking back at all the signs now, I know that I loved you all along. <laughs> Last night. Oh, did you hear that? You're <laughs> Every guy knows that. It's like she gets all serious and then he goes, um, <laughs> well, you see, what happened was, um, oh. last night I was awake all night thinking about this moment and I, I wanted it so bad for us, but there was something oh. that was holding me back but. and I just... I can't go through with it. Why did you do that? I didn't know. I didn't know fully until this morning. I was in love with her. I was in love with you. And I'm sorry to put you through this. I still love you. I still love you. Honey, come on. Seriously? What did your daddy do to you when you were a kid? Like, you, you got some serious issues ridiculous and i love the i love the every guy has that voice you know he's talking with his his you're talking with your friends you're like oh yeah i know man like, hold on a second hello oh yeah hi baby hey hey yeah okay okay all right okay bye bye all right and i don't know why we do that um but uh now uh he's with the first girl that he dumped to get with the second girl. Then he was like, nah, second girl, you ain't working. So he's back with the uh, first girl. And uh, there you go. That's uh, something that guys don't give a shit about that I just spent like five minutes talking about. Things that guys don't give a shit about brought to you by the Oprah Winfrey Network. Another thing guys definitely don't give a shit about. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Uh, it is the Adam Smasher Show Vinyl Draft Radio. If uh, you are listening right now live online or you can listen on our, on the uh, not ours, but uh, the TuneIn Radio app, uh, we're on there as well. Uh, look, uh, coming up, I have a lot to talk about when it I'm going to sound like an old man, which sometimes I do, but my, a friend of mine were just complaining about this, uh, the other day, uh, about how, and my kids aren't really like this cause we're kind of hard ass on our kids. I mean, and neither my wife or I really had that strict parent as a kid, but for some reason we're like, you know, military style. We're like got a bull whip and shit. I don't know why. Uh, but probably because we don't want them to grow up to be uh, giant weenies uh, like a lot of kids. And uh, there's this one thing. I think we are crippling children. We are crippling them. 
Uh, and I've been guilty of this at times, but uh, hold on. We'll get into it uh, coming up on the Adam Smasher Show again right now live on Vinyl Draft Radio. <laughs> I'm not going to bitch about kids a whole lot uh, today because although a lot of people think that I just complain about my kids, I love my kids. Uh, but, you know, uh, parenting is a definitely an interesting experience. Uh, and if someone asked me to, like, um, you know, sum up parenting in, like, a, a quick sentence or paragraph, this would be it. A two-year-old kid in Shanghai... Recently got his hands on his mom's iPhone and punched in the wrong passcode a bunch of times. How much is a bunch? Her phone is now locked for 48 years, and I'm not fucking making that up either. 48 years. That's what kids do. They lock your iPhone for 48 years because they're jerks. Back to the Adam Smasher Show on Final Draft Radio. Take it away, douchebag. Wonder why, like, how are we still talking about OJ murdering people? Like, uh, how many years ago was that? That's uh, 20, I don't know, 24, almost 25 years ago. Still talking about OJ, like, it's like it's a you know, like breaking the story or something. Like, he murdered him, okay, and he got off. We all know, all right, it's done, over with. But for whatever reason, they have on Fox, they must be hurting for material, I don't know why, but they have a special on OJ. Uh, O.J. Simpson's Lost Interview airs this weekend, uh, and they just uh, they just released a preview. Here's here's a a little bit of it. It's not uh, easy to discuss. This is hypothetical. I remember I grabbed a knife. I do remember that portion. Where are the bloody clothes? So somebody had to get rid of the bloody clothes. We've all seen the grisly pictures after. So yeah, I think everything is covered. Would have been covered in blood. <laughs> You know, it's, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Okay, now if you are like on trial for murder, why would you even say, okay, look, hypothetical, okay? I grabbed a knife and I stabbed a bitch. I mean, why Why even hypothetical? I don't, I don't get it. At that point, I think he was just like, uh, look, I'm going to totally get away with this. Watch this. I'm going to go on TV and say, hypothetically, I did it. And they still going to let me off. Freaking OJ. Good God. I wrote a song about murdering OJ. Long time ago, met a guy named OJ. Gotta say, dude, seemed pretty cool. Always telling stories, life of the party. I didn't want to think he could be cruel. Then one day, me and OJ talking. Damn, Juice made me feel like a fool. He's in quest, that made me so angry. And that's when I He's killed him. Murderer. Nobody will harmonize with me, so I have to harmonize with myself. Sad. He's a murderer. Word. Anyway, when it, when is OJ just gonna? I just I feel bad saying this kind of even though he's a dude, but just just die already, OJ. We don't we don't give a shit anymore. Seriously, we stop hearing about you. The juice. 
All right. Uh, hey, hey, coming up on the uh, on the show, there. Uh, <laughs> guys who made a certain decision and it was. Uh, the wrong decision as things went very wrong and uh, i call this segment because like when it happens and you see you hear that it happens to someone you look at him and you're like come on bro like you didn't know seriously come on bro let me just say that some guy uh tried to uh masturbate with uh with a fish <laughs> It's absolutely real. So uh, I told you guys that uh, I, I read these stories. There are three of them equally as effed up, but guys just made the wrong kinds of uh, decisions. And I, I can't ever see myself doing something like this because, oh, well, there we go, because uh, it, it didn't end well for, for all of them. Uh, so this segment is called, Come on, bruh. Come on, bruh. Seriously. What is going on in your life that uh, you're, you're making this kind of, of decision? And it's all like a kind of pervy stuff. So there is, uh, first off, uh, a guy in Taiwan. He recently, now I'm going to read this sentence, this headline, as it, was, as it was written. A guy in Taiwan recently had an 8-inch plastic removed from his bladder after he got it stuck in there while engaging in, quote, urethral play. Urethral play doesn't sound like, like no kind of like torture, I mean, no kind of pleasure out of that. It sounds like something you do to terrorists to, to question them, you know? There's no playing with uh, the urethra when it comes to, especially when it comes to like a, a plastic fork or something, like, what are you doing? Like, who told you that was a good idea? Was, is there a how-to video on YouTube of correct urethral play? Come on, bruh. Uh, this guy in Malaysia, and a, a lot of these, I think all of these had to do in the, uh, you know, in, in, the, uh, in the East, as they say. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but especially in Japan, they are some, there is some freaky shit that goes on in Japan. Like, I mean, freak fest. I don't know why, but, and it's funny because my friend uh, visited there once and he went, I forget where it was in Japan, maybe, maybe it was Tokyo, but they, they're all like, they have suits on during the day, like these guys, you know, and they go to work or whatever, and then they go to this district at night and it's just like freak fest, you know? Uh, there is a guy in Malaysia who got a ring stuck on his junk uh, last week. At first I thought, is it a metal ring? But it, it couldn't be metal because... Uh, he got it stuck on his junk. Then when he tried to use scissors to pry it uh, off, thank God he didn't cut something, but he got the scissors stuck too. So now he's got a ring and some scissors dangling from his dangly. You know what I mean? He, uh, he went to the hospital and surgeons were able to get uh, him uh, uh, free using a saw. <laughs> what? That's like, that's like the opening to one of those Saw movies. You know, you wake up in a room and you've got a ring and a, and a pair of scissors stuck to your junk. And there's an electric saw and you have to like, like cut something off to get free. No thank you. No thank you. Uh, there are nurses. I wish I had uh, nurses and people in the ER. They have the best stories. The best stories. And you'll always get them, uh, I, I would always get them to call in. They call in anonymously because they'll get in trouble. But, oh, my God, the things they see. Finally, come on, bro. 
uh, a man who he posted step. This is the thing. Not only did he do this, but he posted step-by-step updates online of, of as he was doing this. He uh, pleasured himself with the stomach of an uh, anglerfish. If you guys have never seen, Google anglerfish. It is one of the ugliest, most frightening fish ever. It looks like uh, a fish that came straight from hell, like one of Satan's like demons. Just, it's an anglerfish. So uh, he ended up in the hospital. He posted a, a, a bunch of uh, a, a post on, uh, I think it's... Uh, I don't know if it was uh, if it was uh, 4chan maybe I don't know one of the uh, any one of the, one of these sites where you can just post anything, and uh, he's from Japan. He told uh, people, and I guess people were really interested in this. Although you know, I'm going to be honest. If I saw that online, uh, curiosity might get the best of me. Uh, he posted updates on a regular basis. Uh, he decided to uh, you know wank with a fish's stomach out of curiosity. I don't know. He described uh, how he had taken precautions, carefully disinfecting the raw fish organ using salt and ethanol before uh, rubbing it against his thing. Anyway, uh, detailed statuses ended with a photo of him wearing the stomach on his hand. It looked like a, a, like a latex glove. And accompanying the image was a short caption. It said, I'm taking my pants off now. And that was it. Well, he ended up, it didn't go according to plan, because he ended up uh, in, uh, he had to check into a hospital because he had pains in his, in his weenie. Uh, so he, he had to, he got a, a, like a nasty bacterial infection on his, you know, uh, a parasitic infection. If there's one place I don't want parasites, so I'm a wang, seriously. Uh, he has to keep applying ointment and uh, in order to soothe the stinging sensation when he urinates, uh, despite all, all this too, he said he, was, uh, he wanted to try also uh, doing it with a dead squid. I know, there are no words, right? No words. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. What's wrong with you, man? What did your mama do to you when you were a kid? You know, I, I just woke up one day and I was like, I just, I just want to masturbate with a fish, with a fish. This guy is, he found out his school and a lot of parents like, think about this. What would you do if you found out that your kid was being uh, just a straight up, you know, bully? And I'm not talking about, look, people, people throw around the word bully a whole lot now. And sometimes kids just pick on each other, and that's just kid stuff, okay? Now, if they're constantly ganging up on one kid, and like every day, yeah, that's being a bully, okay? Let's, let's get the, the, the terminology straight, because I think people throw around the word bully too much. But uh, there's a dad who is, uh, he basically uh, did something to his kid because he found out on the school bus his kid was, was being a bully, Okay, and um, I want to, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to, I'm actually, I think I might just go Facebook Live next, and because I kind of want you guys to to chime in here, so you can uh, join us on Facebook, but this this dad, uh, I I applaud him, I really do, it's a dad who uh, basically, he caught his, uh, he caught his son being a uh, a bully uh, on the school bus, 
A lot of people are, you know, kind of like, eh, you really shouldn't have did that. Oh, no. Oh, boo-hoo, boo-hoo. The poor kid. Uh, he basically, he made his, uh, he made his son uh, ride, uh, run to school in the rain. Yeah. That was his punishment. Uh, he made him run to school in the rain. Hold on, I'm going to put, uh, yeah, I got to do something with this. This is crazy. This is why I don't Facebook Live right here. <laughs> I got my phone in one hand. Uh, here's the here's a little bit of uh, the dad. Uh, he uh, again he is uh, he's making his son run to school in the rain because uh, he was bullying some kid. He was bullying some kid on the school bus. Well, my son has finally gotten trouble on the bus enough to where he got actually kicked off the bus for three days. He got he kicked off the bus bully, for three days, which I do not tolerate. Cannot stand. Therefore, he has to now run to school. Um, we're right about one mile from the school. So all week, he's got the experience of running to school. The good news is, hey, guys, he keeps up a pretty good mile pace at six miles an hour so far. But this right here is just old school, simple parenting. This ain't killing nobody. This is a healthy way for a child to be punished because it's, you know, exercise, something that a lot of people don't think children should do anymore. So, uh, so he's he's got this kid now uh, running to school in the rain and... Uh, you know, which I applaud him. I mean, if my kid were, were bullying somebody, you know, you get these, these creative ways to punish and a lot of people, and then you post them online and then people get all mad because they're like, oh, that's child abuse. No, it's not. It's not freaking child abuse. Please give me a break. Um, it, it blew up overnight, just, uh, over, overnight. And uh, he's in Virginia. Here's a little bit uh, more from the story. Uh, he is making his kid run a full, uh, uh, run a mile to school for a full week, and he posted video um, from the other one of the days where he's he's running in the rain as the dad, he's following him in his car. So it's like uh, you know, and and again, I don't see the problem in this. A lot of people will say, uh, or you know, you're just posting it on online. You just want attention. Or you, what kind of example are you setting? I think he's setting a good example um, because you know, no one wants to to see their their kid being bullied. And I tell you what, it's not fun either when you find that the the your kid is the one doing the bullying. That's I mean, that's pretty tough in itself. You know, so I'm just like, mm, I, uh, I, I enjoy uh, watching this kid. Uh, maybe that makes me a little evil, but I enjoy watching this kid have to run a mile to school in the rain. You guys realize when your grandparents were old, like they had to hike uh, like 10 miles to go to school and then they didn't even have desks. They had to stand up on one foot the whole entire school day, if you can believe that. And uh, that's true. That's true. I had, I had one of my, uh, my, my friend's grandfathers, he told me, he was telling us a story, and he said that he used to carry a rifle to school back in the, you know, in the country or whatever, and he would have it in his locker because on the way home, he would, uh, you know, on his hike home, he would have to bring home th something home for, for dinner. So it literally, he, he shot and killed dinner on the way home from school. You know, now it's, you know, obviously it's crazy. You can't do that now. Uh, but, you know, uh, look, uh, the kid is not going to, uh, he's not going to, you know, you're not going to mentally scar him uh, by making him run to school uh, because, you know, 
Hey, he, he had a privilege. He had a privilege of riding the bus and he effed it up. He was being an asshole to some other kids. So now to teach him a lesson, what are you going to do? You're going to put him in timeout? Huh? That doesn't work. Please. No. So after he has to run a mile to school every day, even if it's raining, and I hope the dad is following him in the car with the megaphone, you know? Hustle up. Come on, fat ass. Get it. Don't be a sissy. Uh, then maybe he'll learn something. When did, when did we get all soft and like, you know, punishments like these uh, became... Uh, oh, that's not right. Now you have to you have to talk about you know talk to them and and talk to them and see how they're feeling. You know, well when you bully, how does that make you feel? James on Facebook. Oh, this is great. Uh, Facebook Live, by the way, uh, just for a few more minutes. Uh, I will quote. I'll, uh, I will stomp a mud hole in your ass. I I'm from South Louisiana, so that was said a whole lot. I'm like, what's a mud hole? And come here, I'll show you what a mud hole is. They would get all, you know, whatever. Uh, the dad in Virginia, you know, he didn't even, you know, he didn't lay a finger on his kid when he found out that he was, he was being a bully on the school bus to this other kid. So what he did is he made his kid run to, work, uh, run to school every day for a week, a mile, even when it was raining. And he follows him in his truck, you know. And that's his way of parenting. But, of course, you have now people say, oh. You know, boo, that's so mean. That's child abuse. No, that's not. Come here, I'll show you child abuse. That's, uh... <laughs> My, I obviously had a, uh... I obviously had a, a, a troubled childhood. Uh, here's a little bit more of the dad. You know, my son, and this whole deal the other morning when he knew he was in trouble, he told Oh my God, this guy is, is pure redneck, which I love, because he just, uh, he just was like, you know, my... <laughs> <laughs> he did one of those like he was hawking a loogie. <laughs> his sister, he goes, Daddy's always there for me. He goes, Daddy's never left me. Daddy's always been by my side. Sometimes I don't like it, but that's what makes him a great dad because he knows when to bust my butt. And when I'm in trouble, he has to make sure I do right. And that's why he's the best daddy in the world. Coming from a 10-year-old little boy that knew he was going to have to run him out of school. Now, see, that's the thing. The kid was 10 years old. Like, at first I thought, oh, I was a teenager. And my, my son is 10 years old. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't see the big deal. I honestly, I honestly do not see the big deal. Uh, where he would, now we're like, oh, we're going to take away your video games. That's punishment. That's not punishment. They'll just find something else to do. Please. Acknowledging that, hey, that's what a parent's supposed to do. If I screw up, I've got to pay the price. You know, my kids do something, that's what they do. They have to pay the price. You know, if they get an allowance, they get fined, just like in real life, people. So teach your kids, most importantly, don't be a friend, be a parent. That's what children need these days. Oh, parents. my God. How many of you know, how many of you know uh, someone who has kids and they're their kids, like their friend, like their best friend? Oh. Be a parent, man. Your kid is going to turn out to be a jerk, and the rest of the world has to deal with them. You know? Uh, James is cracking me up on Facebook. When I was 10, I was given a pellet gun and let out of the house for hours on 100 acres of land. I could actually feed, my, feed myself squirrel if I wanted to. <laughs> you might, I feel like Jeff Foxworthy should pop out. You might be a redneck if you had a pellet gun and brought home a squirrel for dinner. Uh, anyway, 
So uh, here's this guy just being a parent, and the internet's all up in arms, you know? It's all up in arms. It's ridiculous. Can we just be parents and stop, you know, babying kids? Please. You're, you're crippling them for life in the real world, you know? You are crippling them. They're going to grow up to be helpless. I moved out. Uh, man, I, yeah, okay, again, I sound like an old man, whatever. But I know some of you want to give me a high five. I mean, I moved out when I was 17. I haven't been back. I haven't been back home as far as, like, you know, relying on my parents and stuff. You figure stuff out. You know, now it's just, you know, giving to them. Please. You need to take off the pretty, uh, the pretty lace panties and put on some big nasty brown granny panties. Okay, though that's like that's an analogy for life. Life is big, gross brown granny panties. You know, the fantasy is the pretty, you know, little silky whatever. No, life is gross granny panties. Write it down. I'm gonna have it uh, printed out, or have my uh, my grandma like crochet it or something. I don't know. Think it would look good. Uh, all right, uh, coming up. Oh, oh, I got my. Uh, I got speaking of parenting. Uh, I have my uh, my friend Josh who's gonna be on from uh, my Bad Datitude um, podcast, and uh, we'll talk about uh, some stuff. In fact, I have a brand new uh, Dick of the Week. We've all been in a movie theater where this has happened, right? Someone brought their kid in the movie theater. What do you do? My friend Josh and I have, I'm sorry, we're not friends, I forgot. Uh, Josh and I have been doing a podcast for, uh, for a while called uh, Bad Datitude. And uh, it's kind of like, it's life from dad's perspective, you know. Uh, because let's face it, moms get most of the attention and most of the credit for, for raising kids. Mm. I mean, maybe not as much now as it used to be. Like, you know, we're, we're involved. You're, Josh is super involved with it. So here's, here's a typical, like, Josh afternoon. Like, right now, every time I call him at this time, uh, you're making uh, dinner. What are you making now? Pancakes. Pancakes. Uh, Tonight's pan pancake night. Yeah, and it's like he, you get the kids from school. That you, well, you work during the day, and then uh, you also can work from home. And then you, you go get the yeah. kids at school. Then you gotta. And then we get. And then we get home, and I try to do work while they're uh, getting ready for like spelling quiz that I give them. So I'm doing work, and and they're yelling in the background while I'm trying to get on the phone. And then we do homework, homework, and. Then and after that, um, it's get ready for sports, and we have sports and Boy Scouts today. And then tomorrow, it's or was baseball and Boy Scouts, and then tomorrow, it's baseball, and both of them are at the same time. Two different locations, same time, and my wife is shorthanded at work, so um, I have to do all of the running around. She doesn't get off or get home until about 6.45. See, guys, doesn't parenting sound awful? Like, what, what you're, how many people are right now are going, oh, my God, I would kill myself? Um, <laughs> Except for this. Um, I, you know what? I, I probably could have made all of this easier on myself, but earlier I sat down and I've been addicted to one of Jacques and Billy's um, iPad games. What is it? It's 8-Ball Pool. Oh, nice. 8-Ball Pool. 
Dude, I like it's awesome. I like it's video addicting. game pool. Yeah, they had to, they had so, they had a, the old school. Remember the old school? Um, like I, mean, I think they had an, an Atari uh, pool, like billiards game. Like oh, it was like the worst oh, ever. But then it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. It was awful. Do you guys yeah, know I mean, that you we can played Pong? Thought it was awesome. Oh yeah, Pong. Do you guys know you can buy now like an Atari uh, little gaming system now? And I saw one at Walmart for like fifty bucks. It's like a mini version, but it has yep. it has like every Atari game ever invented. It's great. I mean, the graphics and, are terrible. But none but of them are any good. No, none of them are any good anyway. Yeah. I mean, how much fun was Pac Man? Hold to on a me, second. It wasn't fun at all. Man, I hated it. Are you are you taking a piss right now? What was that? I heard no. water. Oh, okay. Good lord, man. That, I, I I had to wash my hands. Okay, good. Um, so uh, yeah, so there you go. So yeah. that's the life. Hey. See, and look, even and then you got your your, you know, me like bugging you right in the middle of this chaos. Like whenever I do this to Katie, <laughs> seriously, you 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 have that laid back kind of. You know, you're very laid back and you roll with it. But like, it's kind of like me. But my wife. Whenever she's doing what you're doing right now, you're handling dinner and you're trying to get them to focus on doing something and then you got to take them to practice. If I even open my mouth, she's like, shut up. I can't. No, leave me alone. I can't. I did read somewhere that if you drink a lot of vodka, it's actually really good for your health. Yeah. So maybe, I'm sorry, not vodka, tequila. Hmm. So maybe switch her to hmm. tequila. Interesting. Interesting. That might help. Very interesting. Yeah, I just saw this on the internet earlier that if you drink uh, if you drink a couple shots of tequila a day, yeah, that it it really helps your stress and you'll live longer. Oh well, there you go. Drink up. You ever consider that? Um, I'm not a big drinker. I'm not a big drinker. No, not for you. For her. Oh, for her. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she 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 normally does the whole. It's so funny when you come home from, and this is like now. She, of course, uh, our, you, our my kids are out on spring break next week. Okay. So, yeah. So, so during spring break in the summer, it's really funny in my neighborhood. You'll drive in, and since the kids are there all day, like all the parents, especially the moms, they're sitting out in the driveway drinking. They're either they even have a bottle of, <laughs> because that's how you cope with it, you know, because they're always in your face. I think I was there last year during that. Yeah. It yeah. was great because they were all just chilling. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you have the kids home all day, it, it, it makes it difficult, especially if you work from home. It makes yeah. it difficult to get anything done. It does. Anything at all. And, yeah. and you know, again, you know, sometimes I think this is just the dude thing to do to make it sound horrible. And it is tough. But, you know, obviously we love our kids, you know, obviously. Hey, I just I just read something very important earlier. What? That I, I think that everybody should know about. What? Um how do you clean and whenever you purge crawfish how do you purge crawfish how do i purge them what what is this yeah, like you, a, a what do you know what purging is yeah but i i've purge a crop or explain because i i've I've, okay. I've never used you know, the word purging purge in crawfish, crawfish to make the doo-doo come out okay yeah 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 you got to make the doo-doo come out it's so, not it's not so doo-doo a lot of people have done it's doo-doo. Okay. It's it's doo-doo. It's I don't know what else you want to call it. It's I mean, the, it's something the, more vulgar. It's the poo-poo string, okay? That's what we call it. <laughs> Correct. So what people have been doing, especially Cajuns for a long time, is you put salt water 
and in the water and you purge them. It's like you put the crawfish, you put a bunch of salt on them, uh-huh. and then you put a bunch of water and you let them soak for a while and it purges all the doo-doo out. Well, they, they, they did some research and you don't even need the salt. It's a whole waste of time if you do the salt at all. Huh. Who would have thought? I know. And it's crawfish season and I know how excited you are about that as well. Uh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. There I you love go. crawfish. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, hey, a new episode, by the way, uh, I just released it like, I don't know, like uh, four days ago or so. A new episode's out of uh, Bad Daditude. You guys can go to twobaddads.com, uh, and uh, then we'll have uh, a new episode like, uh, I don't know, the end of this week, whenever we can uh, figure out time uh, to... Boys, get dressed. Oh, see what I mean? Get dressed. Your shoes. Your shoes. Exactly. All right. Have fun yeah. at uh, Boy Scouts or whatever awful thing you're doing tonight. Hey, you know how long it took Jacques to get his shoes on this morning? Um, Ten, how long? Ten and a half minutes. Ten and a Ten, half minutes. Yeah, to get shoes on. Shoes and socks. Yeah. And I said, what were you doing that whole time? He said, making my bed. I was like, no, 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 you weren't. Bed's no, still all messy. Yeah, forget about it. Yeah, kidding me. All so, right. uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, hey, hope you have a great day. Um, yeah, I hope you, you have. Want, a, we, oh no, no, I hung up on him. I always hang up on him. I just I, right in the middle of us. I wait till he gets to a, like a you know right in the middle of a sentence and just hang up because that's what dudes do. It's uh, twobaddads.com. That's where you can find our uh, our our little adventure in parenting. Oh man, good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, by the way, we are. Uh, if you want to sponsor uh, on the show, please, uh, will you uh, let us know? You can contact us anytime, vinyldraftradio.com. You can also hit us up on, uh, on Facebook, uh, as you can Assholes. see uh, from behind me. Our, uh, uh, when you're watching this on video, our lovely wall here, uh, plastered with the ACU of uh, Texas logo, because uh, they are one member of our... Uh, our Vinyl Draft Radio family, but you can also be a sponsor uh, directly on this show when you, um, yeah, just contact us. And and it's it's very, uh, I mean, I don't want to, like, you know, oversell it, but it's going to, like, quadruple your business. And now I'm just talking out my ass. Either they're hard up or he's got blackmail material. Back to the Adam Smasher Show on Vinyl Draft Radio. All right. Hey, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, those maybe three of you who are uh, listening, it is uh, it is your uh, your pal Adam, and uh, I I noticed something just the other day, and that you guys probably uh, have experienced this too, and that is you go somewhere without your your phone, and you're trying to get somewhere, and you realize that oh my god, I don't have directions. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? They, they actually uh, have, uh, there have been so many of these studies that come out, and who knows if they're, you know, if there's any validity to, I think there is, uh, that, you know, smartphones and technology, and the reason that they're, they're harming us is because uh, we do everything in excess and we don't know how to control ourselves. Yeah. Just like me with a, with a you know, box of donuts. I'm going to eat my, eat, I'm going to eat myself silly and I'm not going to stop uh, as Lucy K said, uh, the meal isn't over until I hate myself. Excess. So we don't know when to put them down. Uh, but they're now making, they're coming out with these, uh, what they call like dumb phones. That, and we call them dumb phones. They're the phones we used like 15 years ago. They are used for things like calling people. 
Go figure. Because we're becoming so uh, just messed up by our phones. Uh, And now you got to worry about your kids. You know, you possibly, you know, too much screen time could lead to them becoming a serial killer. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it might. Chances are a serial killer 25 years from now, when he was a kid, he's probably playing a lot on his, his iPad. There's a study I just did right there. Um, there is a, so I, I was out and I was trying to get to this, uh, this elementary school. I think I mentioned this on, on Friday where I was uh, for career day. Uh, I went to spoke, I went uh, to speak to the third and fourth graders uh, right here near our, our studios in, in Dickinson, right down the road in, uh, at uh, Silbernagel, Silbernagel, uh, elementary school, Jake Silbernagel Elementary School, and they were great. But getting there was a problem because um, I I had my phone, but it was dead, so I, I couldn't use it. It was just worthless, and I didn't have a charger. And I was like, "Oh my God!" I actually had to stop and ask someone. I had to talk to a human being, and it was horrible. It was absolutely terrible. But you know, back in the day. You know, you didn't have, think about even before, like they had, they really had detailed maps. Like, how'd you get around? The horizon, the sun, God's GPS. Now even God is, is up there with his, with his GPS, which. Siri, can you give me directions to St. Peter's house, please? Here are your results for quaint beavers. No, uh, St. Peter. Oh, never mind. I'll just snap my fingers and do it myself. I mean, why does he even need a GPS? He can just boom and just go. Yeah, but uh, we're helpless. And I have completely fall victim to this. And sometimes I'm ashamed of myself. So there's that. Isn't this a great show? You got to admit, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Hey, coming up next, uh, there is a guy. And man, I don't know. I I think of there's going to be that one time where I catch my, my, I have two sons and there's going to be one time where like, you know, I'll catch them like with a girl or something. And, and, you know, in that case, I'm just, you know, I'm quietly just shutting the door and just going about my business. And, you know, secretly in my head, I'm giving him a high five, but I'm not going to, you know, certainly not tell his mother. I had this happen to me when I was a kid and it was horrific, but I dread the day when I, I find like drugs or something in my kids' stuff, I'm like, oh, come on, really? Can't you wait to do drugs like an adult, like the rest of us? I mean, it's not fair. So this dad found uh, his kid's stash. And of course, like you do now as a parent in 2018, you, you post video online of this. You're checking out the Adam Smasher Show, Final Draft Radio, and uh, we are uh, live from uh, the ACU Texas studios right now. You can uh, always get a peek inside through our Facebook page or our website at VinylDraftRadio.com. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I, I was going to tell you guys about this. Um, there's this dad who, I don't know, man. Have, I, when, I was, when I was young... And I was, I say young, I was probably like 15, 16, and I had a high school girlfriend, right? And we were in my room, and we were just, you know, doing what 15, 16-year-old kids do. 
and my mom wasn't home. That was one of the only reasons we were in there because I was so ballsy. My my house t- growing up, it was so old. It had like those uh, the doorknobs and then the plate with the key, the skeleton keyhole. The thing didn't even lock. That's how ballsy I was. I'm like, hey, I don't have to lock the door. But my dad was home, and if you knew my dad, it would probably make sense because you know he's. Definitely, my mom would have freaked out and would have like had to pray over us and stuff, and I don't know, maybe get an exorcism. I don't know. And my dad walked in while we were in a, a you know a pretty vulnerable uh, situation. There, we were, you know, things were exposed. It was just whatever. And he walked in, just opened the door, and I, I popped up. I'll just, I'll just let you know that you can. Okay, I, I had to pop up, <laughs> and I just go. Get out! And I yelled at my dad. And my dad looked at me, and he shut the door and walked out. He never spoke a word of it to me. To this day, I'm 41 years old. Never spoke a word. And he knew, too. Because, again, he didn't tell my mom nothing. Because that's what dads do. You know? So, uh, you know, finding your son doing that is probably, yeah, a big deal. But but uh, finding, if you, you got a kid and you find their drug stash... I, I honestly don't know what I'm going to do about that. You know, what do you do? Do you, you know, sit him down and calmly talk because he's a kid, you know, kids make stupid decisions. Or do you, you know, say, hey, son, light it up, has it over here. I mean, what do you do? I don't know. Of course you don't do that. That's ridiculous. But we all have the, that friend in high school whose parents smoked weed and you could always go over to their house and you just get high by walking around their house. But uh, a dad found his uh, his kid's stash and uh, and posted the 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 video, of course, because again, that's you know that's what you do in 2018. But uh, his his the kid's name is Danny, and he found Danny's weed. What I like about laundry is that if I find something that I don't like, I throw it away. Just don't let me. Find your shoot in my house. Or this is going to happen. So he uh, takes and I think he flushes his stash uh, down the toilet. And I guarantee you. I guarantee you he's got friends that watch that. It's like, man, you couldn't. Why, why you didn't pass over here, brother? You know, I ain't got kids. I like to smoke, you know? Next time. Take care of your shit. I don't want to see it in my house. All right, buddy? I love you. It's <laughs> for your own good. Oh, there's some right there. There's some left right there. You want to keep that one? I don't think so. Uh, hey, look. You know, I, yeah, okay, I love you. All right, I'll see you later. We're having meatloaf for dinner. <laughs> I don't think you're a parent these days unless you post a video of something, uh, uh, you know, punishing your kids or whatever uh, online. I don't know. And who knows? Maybe it worked. Or maybe Danny still gets, you know, high shit. I don't know. I don't know, Danny. But it's always it's always uh, interesting when you find yourself in those situations. Like, I'm cool, again, with, like, the sex stuff. I'm cool. I've already had the talk with my 10-year-old. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know how to handle other things. Or here's another thing I struggle with. Do you guys ever think about if your kids ask you, well, did you ever do drugs? I'm like, oh, man. Ugh. I mean, of course I didn't, but, you know, I'm saying for people who did, you know, I mean, it must be tough to come up with that uh, with that decision on what to do. Mm. 
I was an angel. Back to the Adam Smasher Show on Final Draft Radio. Take it away, douchebag. Hey, uh, what's going on? It's it's Adam, and uh, <laughs> I, you know, I and I, we rarely talk about politics unless there's something funny going on. But man, you know, it's really funny. When you try to like go after someone, especially like on Twitter, and someone who is like witty and does it for a living, you better be prepared, because uh, of course our president was uh, was tweeting about the uh, I don't know the Oscars, which I didn't watch. I actually agree with him on that. The Oscars were terrible, but he uh, sent out a tweet and said, uh, you know, hey, congratulations to the lowest rated. Um, Oscars in history, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> who hosted the Oscars, he says, uh, thanks to the lowest rated president ever in history. <laughs> oh my God. You guys want to hear Ted Cruz's new campaign song? I don't know. Uh, I've, I haven't heard it, but I'm assuming that it's good because it's on this website I go to. Uh, he posted an awesome new campaign song about his uh, de- Democratic opponent, uh, he is uh, going against uh, 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 Beto. Uh, I, I, I recognize him from, he have, may have been uh, here during Dana Steele's show once, the uh, voice for Southeast Texas, because I recognize the name. Anyway, uh, Ted Cruz, this is his genius idea to, uh, to make a song, and it's called, If You're Gonna Run in Texas... You can't be a liberal man. And this is an actual campaign, like, like legit. Like, uh, no one made this up as... If you're gonna run in Texas, you can't be a liberal man. Cause liberal thought is not the spirit of a Lone Star man. You gotta be tough as Texas and honest about your plans. If you're gonna run in Texas... Can't be a liberal man. I remember reading stories. Oh, liberal Robert wanted to fit in. Really? So he changed his name to Beto and hit it with a grin. Beto wants those open borders and wants to take our guns. Not a chance on earth he'll get a vote from millions of Texans. I'm Ted Cruz, and I approve this message. Ooh, you suck. <laughs> no, nothing. Like, I'm not speaking on his politics or anything, because I'm not going to talk about that. But just song quality, that is terrible. That is awful. I wish, it's like, do they even have people advising them on campaign, uh, you know, stuff? Like, really? Oh, man. I think they rhymed, um, blah, 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 son, blah, 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 Texan, Texan. Okay. Hey, you know, whatever. Whatever, whatever. Um, but apparently, if you uh, live in Texas, you can't be a liberal man. That's what they say. Um, I have, uh, I read this earlier, and uh, I don't know, it, it's really eye opening to, you know, my wife's a teacher, so I see, like, the education system and stuff and the things that, you know, are going on and the, oh, you know, they have the whole controversy over testing and all this other stuff. But when I saw that kids are being so, uh, you know, 
on devices like iPads and you know whatever uh, that they can't even grip pencils right anymore. That was pretty. Uh, that was pretty eye-opening. Uh, kids are taught to, you know, when you write to write legibly, you're taught to grip a pencil with your thumb and your your first two fingers. I just use my my index finger. But anyway, you know, we've done it since we were kids. And now kids are having so much trouble with it. Now they, they just want to grab it like a caveman and they just like, like with a fist, you know, and just, you know, do that, which is, which is kind of sad. It's funny, but it's also sad. Um, as far as I always wondered too, a lot of people get heated when you talk about, uh, not, not being able to, uh, not teaching uh, cursive writing anymore. It's like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's really not needed. But how do you, how do you sign your, your name anymore? You still have to sign documents. We're not at the, at the phase now where you just like, all right, look here, and it's like a retinal scanner, like, you know, we're not at that point yet. You know, for everyday things, you have to sign your name. Do you just, like, you do it like a freaking, you look like a moron or like a kindergartner writing your name, like printing your name? Or do you just like, you know, do like a thumbprint or something? I don't know. But... I don't know. It's it's definitely different, and I, it's not all necessarily bad. Look, we got to roll with uh, with with uh, technology here. Don't be afraid of change. No one really likes change, but you got to embrace it. and You got to find a way to deal with it. You know, you got to find a way to deal with it. Uh, look at me. Used my whole career uh, in an FM radio, and the the that this whole industry is changing. Now I'm in online radio it's all digital radio now it's online it's on the internet i mean basically these guys are only guys who would hire me but you know i'm trying to 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 get hip to the changes here a lot of changes only really like old old grumpy people uh hate change you know like i'm talking like old school you know go talk to go talk to your Go talk to your, your grandparents if they're still alive. My, I unfortunately, uh, all my, my, living, my grandparents are, are no longer with me. But man, I, I, I look back on now, I took, I, took it, I took for granted the conversations I had with my papa, Calhoun. That's some Louisiana, real Louisiana shit right there. Papa Calhoun. Man, he, you know, war veteran, World War II. You know, he had a had like a stroke uh, later on in age. So when I knew him, he was in, in like a chair the whole time I knew him, and he had to get up. And my grandma had to help him, you know, with a walker to go to the bathroom and all that stuff. And man, there's nothing more, you know, I guess it, nothing will strip away your 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 masculine qualities like having to have somebody you know, wipe your ass for him, wipe your ass, you know, for you. But I respect, I respect him, uh, I respected him, and I look back on him now, and it's like, he, I mean, he would say things that now I just look at and I go, that was hilarious. He was just an old country boy, you know, total country boy. Uh, but if you, if you really want to, to laugh, you know, and go talk to your, go talk to your grandparents. And we all have that one friend who like, probably has like the real, like cool grandparents, you know, they just tell it like it is. You know why? Because they're old as shit and they don't care anymore. 
They're like, whatever. That's why old people steal stuff. They don't care. You're not going to put old people, you're not going to put like an old, you know, you just go, oh, I don't know where I am. How many old people do you think do that? Shoplifting, they go, I don't know where I am, (laughs) you know, and they get away with it. It's genius. I can't wait to do that when I'm old. I can't wait. Oh, see, I knew this call was going to come. Thank God the show's almost over. Grumpy, uh, grumpy old man. Okay. Put down your fancy video controller or your wang or whatever you're doing. Oh, yeah, I know. I know what you're doing. There's your bedroom door locked at night. You sick little sons of bitches. What are you you talking about? Your wang? That's right. Wang. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm telling you, it would take an army of you. Bastards to hold up mine. All right, we don't need to know that. Seriously. I know. I know what it is, and we don't want to think about that. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. It's enough. I'm done. Emoji. It's it's a g- GIF. Spend it all night on your me TV. No, YouTube. What me TV? You know no. what? Yeah, it was stupid video thing. It's YouTube. No, YouTube. Fuck you. Uh, whatever. All right, you. That's enough language. I. Filth. All right, I'm gonna cut you How off. How about get outside? Get some sunlight, some vitamin D. Okay. You look like an anorexic vampire. All right, really. All right, enough. Bah. All right. I'm glad I live my life and I can die happy. Yes. If I had to live another 50 years, I would do What? You'd kill yourself? No, I would just go here to complain about it. Of course you Most would. Most of the time. All right. All right, there you go. Look, we're out of time, so I'm going to go. Whatever. All right. There you go. Okay. Elephant truck. Oh. All right, guys, thank you for listening today. All right, take some oxygen. oxygen. All right. Grumpy old man. I hate you too. Hey, uh, make sure you go to vinyldraftradio.com and uh, connect with us on uh, social media uh, as well as uh, you can always listen on vinyldraftradio.com or you can also uh, listen on the TuneIn radio app. And uh, I'll be back Friday. Um, hopefully, hopefully, I'll still be employed, so maybe I'll see you guys then. Show's over, dickwad. It's over. A lot of people in the audience look pissed. This is the Adam Smasher Show on Final Draft Radio, a Final Draft media property. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com.